It comes down to this as the Chiefs are going to have to move forward with some changes. How do you do it? What gets done today? You have to look at what's working and double down on it. Matt Derrick's here to clue us in on how that gets done from ChiefsDigest.com. Welcome to Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors, Chiefs Kingdom around the world. This is Locked on Chiefs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day and for free on every platform, starting right here on YouTube, where you can like this video. You could sub to the channel. That's probably your smartest move. And then you can also click that bell so you get notifications when we do things like this. And we have Matt Derrick in with us live to give us a little bit of insight from the building itself. Thanks for being here, Matt. We have a ton to cover, and we're going to give you everything that you need to know about where this team is right now. And Time's getting short. How can they get things going in the right direction? Lots to cover today. This is brought to you by Game Time because right now you can download that app, create an account, and use our code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off of your first purchase. That's last-minute tickets, lowest prices, and it is guaranteed, so it is worth your time to check out, as is all the audio platforms, Spotify and Apple, and everywhere you get a free podcast, you can get us because that's what we do. You can also get more information on the text line at 816-357-8781. Now, all that said, he's Matt Derrick, the editor of Chiefs Digest, the man on the beat who has the inside. I'm Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics, as well as NFL 33 and RGR Football. Ton here. But together, we've been doing this show about five years, Matt. It's it's funny that things come around to the same kind of deal. We're going to tell you about the Raiders later and how they're, they're going to attack them. How do you shore up the mistakes? But we have to start right now. What is the simplest thing? And my concept today, Matt, is don't make it any harder than it has to be. Keep it simple and just... Focus on the performance. It's got to be Mahomes to Kelsey. It's got to be Mahomes to Rice. It's got to be Isaiah Pacheco out of the backfield. And you got to sprinkle in Clyde and Jarek McKinnon. All those things are net positives for you right now. Everything else is a question mark. Is that enough to go forward as a game plan and kind of see who maybe can finally emerge? Will we even see it this week? How would you approach it? Yeah, I mean, to me, it should absolutely be good enough for the next three weeks when you've got some teams that are down that you just simply need to keep down. Um, this is, you know, I, I, I mean, I think at some point, if you're the Chiefs, especially offensively, but I mean, it's overall, you have to accept who you are. And what are the Chiefs? They're a team that plays great defense. And if they can get a little bit of offense, they're going to be just fine and don't make mistakes. Um, so really, that's it. I mean, lean on on who you are, which at this point is is a great defense in, in this day and age in the NFL. Lean on the defense and make sure that your offense just does what it needs to do. And that if that if that means that Patrick needs to be a game manager for you know six games, so be it. Um, just do it. I mean, six or seven games, depending on whether you're the one seed. I mean, I think you, I mean, I, I would think Patrick would be fine being a game manager for seven games if it meant winning a Super Bowl, but that's kind of what you have to do. I mean, the, the fastball and the, the deep, <laughs> thanks, Brad. <laughs> Sorry, making, I know everyone on the audio cast can't see the, the cap in the comments, but I, I'm wearing the, um, rarely seen Arizona, um, Super Bowl hat with the Arizona kind of cactus colors theme and everything and i suppose i should even tell you that this is a very very exclusive hat 
because it was the Chiefs Super Bowl hat. You probably have seen it with the Chiefs logo. It was their Super Bowl hat that they wore after they clenched and during Super Bowl week and everything. The Eagles didn't have a version of this. There was theirs was different. So it was only the Chiefs. But because I'm an objective reporter covering the team, <laughs> right? The the folks at New Era, I'm like, hey, do you have this with just the NFL logo on the Super Bowl logo? And they're like, no, we can make you one. So they made me this hat at the Super Bowl. So, but I digress. So I digress, but sometimes you keep it more simple than even getting the new hat (laughs) and put a different logo on it. But the fastball for the offense hasn't been there with the deep ball. So, you know, when it hasn't, you take what's there. And this team can do that. If you take what's there, this team has shown that it can score some points. And yeah, you've got to clean up the issues, you've got to clean up the turnovers. They only had two penalties last week, and one of them was undeserved. So you've already cleaned, you've already shown you can clean up the penalties. Um, you had a bad drop that played into the turnover. Um, tell you what, I mean, you take away that one drop, one turnover, you're feeling a lot better about that game last week. But you know, if they can just stay the, the just to the basic elements offensively and ride your defense then this can still be a special season. I mean, it may not, you may not get there the way you wanted to, but you can still get where you want to go. And that's kind of how I feel as well. And if you had told me six weeks ago that, you know, all they were going to have was a, a Kels and, and a bit of a passing game and a big question mark at running back with Pacheco out, I just told you that sounds about where I expected. But I think the big plus has been is that the shift while Pacheco's been out has been more towards the power run game. We've seen more pulls. We've seen guys in space from the offensive line. I think that's one of the untapped assets here, whether it's screens or whether it's just a power run game. I I don't think you can go away from that. I think you have to maintain it. And I actually personally am looking forward to seeing a bit of both. With Isaiah back on the field, Andy Reid told us that he'll be available for the Raiders yesterday, and I do believe that. That gives you, I think, a one-two punch and something that, again, can take even more pressure off of the young receivers and the guys that are making mistakes from having to produce because you can just churn it out. That's not typical for this offense or this coaching staff, but it's what's working. Do you think that they can stay disciplined to allow that to help them win some ball games without pushing themselves into uh, you know, the past happiness that we've seen over the years? Yeah, you know, and and the, the tough thing is, is that it's, you know, when you have a running back by committee, I mean, it's really difficult to keep them all fresh and, and strong because a lot of running backs will tell you that they need work in order to really be at their most effective. So getting two backs to work that they need to be effective is hard enough, but getting three backs to work that they need is even tougher. And so that's why, I mean, it's going to be difficult. I mean, and I think that Clyde has shown that he is one of those guys. I think he does need regular work in order to be at his best and you know and and i think he has obviously and he has a different skill set than isaiah pacheco so i mean i think that there's ways that you can use them differently i mean you can't get predictable so that teams know hey which back is in what the chiefs are going to do um but i think that you know two things are true one with pacheco dealing with the shoulder issue you need to protect him a little bit down the stretch so Giving him a few drives off a game would not be a problem to get Clyde in there, let him get his work, you know, let McKinnon continue to be your third down guy, your passing guy. Mm -hmm. He's going to be in there in those situations. I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, I think it would be hard to, as a running back, you know, knowing that you're only going to get, you know, and you know, I'm basing on the idea that, hey, the Chiefs run 60 offensive plays. You're not going to be able to get 20, 20, 20. I mean, that's not going to work. And Pacheco's still going to probably get the bulk of it. So if it's 30, 20, 10, I mean – 
make it work somehow. But I, I think you, I think Clyde's proven that he can do some things for you. Um, just how many snaps can you get him in there for? How do you spread it out? And how do you make everybody happy? I think that's going to be tough. But there's an opportunity there. And and I I mean, I think there's still ways to get other guys involved. I mean, you're not going to have Sky Moore, obviously, going forward. But am I willing to throw Kadarius Tony out with the bathwater? No. I mean, um, get him get him some plays where he can build his confidence a little bit and they're low risk. I mean, you've seen we've seen him lined up in the backfield. That's an effective play. You had a lot of stuff, you know, from the playbook back in 2016 that 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 Tyreek Hill ran. There's a lot of those things that Kadarius can still do. Just don't give him any crossing routes. Don't give him anything downfield that's going to require him to make a tough catch. And, you know, just get him in space. Uh, some bubble screens will be fine. I mean, I think there's some limited ways that you can still use him. But you, I think you put it the best. Keep it simple. Get the guys doing what they're best at and throw out everything else. I think that's what it comes down to. Eliminating the mistakes is definitely what they have to do. How do they accomplish that and for whom is coming up next before later we get to how they seek the Raiders here on the Locked On Podcast Network. First, got to give you a little bit of a heads up here on how you get in, in the action today. So this is what it comes down to. It is the largest platform in North America for daily fantasy sports. It's the easiest, most exciting way to get into the action on DFS. And instead of betting against thousands of players or pros or, or sharks or guys who spend their entire day doing this, all you have to do is pick a number that's going to be more or less than what prize picks tells you. You put two to six of those together and your winnings will just start to roll in. It is at prize picks. And this is where it comes down to. It's football season now, but when basketball starts, you can do it here as well. Pick combos and projections are super, super simple. You can take LeBron uh, even Right now, you can take LeBron for X number of points plus Kelsey at 10 and a half. Plenty of options here. And right alongside that, all you have to do is say, for example, this week, well, Travis Kelsey breaks 75 yards. They're going to put that line at 75. Do you think that's lower or higher? That's all you have to do. Those entries go in super quick. You can get six entries in in 60 seconds. Make your bets, get in the line, and then watch your winnings come to you. It's super simple over at prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. You do have to use our code locked on NFL to get that discount. And that's a first deposit match of $100. It discounts everything that you're investing by doubling what you put into it. That code again is prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And the code is locked on NFL. It's for daily fantasy sports made easy at prizepicks. What isn't easy is self-evaluation sometimes. And when it comes down to it, I think you hinted at, at where I was going to go earlier. A couple of things have been shorn up. The big concern for me is we've kind of come full circle at the offensive tackle position. One of the penalties last week was pretty pretty thin. One that wasn't was a false start by Juwan Taylor, right back where we were the first few weeks of the season. Now, that I think was under a microscope. This particularly was not. Is it even a possibility that we can get – to the point where the Chiefs offense doesn't have penalties. I'm not even going to count the defense. I'm just talking about the offense. I mean, I, I completely without penalties, I think that's going to be pretty hard because it's just 
uh, hey, uh, a tiger exchanging their stripes at this point is going to be a little difficult. Um, but, you know, I mean, can you improve? Sure. And I think that they have done that. I mean, I think you're still going to see some sync issues with this offensive line. And that's just going to result in probably a few more penalties than you're used to. Um, now, they didn't get called, obviously, this week for any, well, I guess enforced, any enforced penalties. I think there was maybe a one or two that were declined. Um, so there's still some, a little bit of issues there. But I, I think you're going to have to just live with it. I mean, some of the things that you're talking about fixing, you know, like Jawan Taylor has obviously been under the microscope for the way that he operates. And and we'll see. I mean, maybe the NFL will back off on the offseason or maybe they will just change completely and say, you know what, we're going to we're going to crack down on everybody who um, goes off a cadence rather than watching the snap of the ball. We're going to just start enforcing it more across the league. And in which case, if you're Jawan Taylor, you're going to have to change the way you play. You can't do that in the middle of a season. You can't change, you know, the way your entire approach the game of football in one week. So, you know, some of the things you want to try and fix, those are off-season issues that you need to fix. But are there little tiny things, you know, mechanical things, fundamental things that you can clean up? Sure. And and certainly they've been working at that or you wouldn't have had the, the success that you did Sunday. So I think from that standpoint, yes, you can clean up a few things. And, and that's really all you need to do. I mean, when I looked at my, you know, midseason review with this team, I mean, you know, one of the things was that they, if they had reduced penalties by just 30%, you know, they would probably be at that point in the season, they would have been 8-1, 9-1. I mean, that's how close this team is. Um, they're still close to being exactly where they want to be. It's just mistakes and penalties have been a huge one part of the problem. I think – when you when you take a wider step back, you're absolutely right. And for me, it's not just the marquee, the penalties, the drops. Yes, those need to be cleaned up. We've been talking about that all season, like you said. A little bit difficult to have that expectation now. I think you should always be pushing for perfection. That should be the goal, but I don't know that you're going to get there. For me, it's some of the more systemic things. Lost at the end of that last ball game was not just the fact that the turnover – happened it was a drive in the fourth quarter where the Chiefs were completely ineffective and had a three and out late in the game and that is a combination of factors of a lack of execution it wasn't a singular event that was a mistake that caused that but it was a complete slowdown of the offense because there was just too many things breaking down and I think that's the bigger systemic problem that has to be ratcheted down in the meeting rooms all week long about making sure that you maintain that edge that feels like what's missing to me right now. And maybe that's just because this team is so veteran and so used to the playoff run. And maybe that is something that naturally comes on as we get to the postseason. But are you concerned about it? Is there anything else that can be done at this point to try to refocus about just doing your job, play to play to play? Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I think we're seeing signs of it. I mean, one of the things that I, I felt like was the real struggle for this team was in probably embracing its offensive identity because I just don't think that they really knew what their offensive identity was. I think there was a lot of, you know, hey, this is the way the Chiefs do things. This is the way the Chiefs offense does things, and that's the way we're going to continue to do it. Well, you know, it's not like that. I mean, when you have turnover, when you have new people come in, you sometimes get to a point where, you know, doing the things you used to just don't work anymore. I mean, you've got to, you got to change things up. And, and I think we're seeing signs of that because even in the first half of the season, I mean, even though we talked about, Hey, Patrick's numbers on, on deep passes this year, aren't anywhere close to where his career numbers are. He's there's, there's more incompletions. There's more turnovers than ever before. Is that on Patrick? 
No, I mean, not all of it. I mean, maybe even none of it or a small fraction of it. You know, a lot of it is on the offensive line and some of the changes in protection that they've got and, the, you know, going about their job differently. It's a different pocket that he's dealing with and he's dealt with in the past. And I think that's been an adjustment for Mahomes, too, that that has been maybe sometimes a little bit uncomfortable for him. And obviously the receivers, we've talked about that. And the pass catchers, it's on them as well. I mean, there have been drops. There's been miscommunications. Some of that's on the quarterback, some of it's not. I mean, this is not a, hey, your MVP, future Hall of Fame quarterback, it stinks. I mean, this is just, hey, he's still the Hall of Fame MVP guy on all the other throws. It's just that's one part of the offense that's not working right now. So do you? the decision is basically, do you continue to force it or do you just maximize the things that you do well? Well, I think you can see from a game planning standpoint and game calling standpoint i mean the chiefs are going that direction you've seen them reel in you know the deep game enough where they might be able to take a few shots downfield in the next three games to test it out and see see how it's coming along i mean especially since defenses are probably going to change the way they play them a little bit based on their current game calling tendencies but you know until then i mean stick with what works i mean the chiefs if they can score 27 points a game they're gonna win probably every game the way their defense is playing right now you don't need to score 45 so to me it's concentrate on you know getting those three four five scoring drives that you need a game don't worry about going three plays 75 yards it's all about just moving the ball in chunks and and getting first downs and if you focus on that i think this team can do that I agree with you completely. And it comes down to those number of possessions. And that's something that I track pretty consistently about what it takes to win a ball game. And that's all that comes down to is getting that W. How do they do it against the Raiders? It's going to be a little bit different. And there's going to be some specifics. We're going to get to that right after we fill you guys in on what you might want to do to maybe see a ball game here right quick. Right quick is my favorite term, especially as uh, I'm trying to give you an idea. It's almost Christmas. I'm traveling this week. You might be traveling to Kansas City this week. There are some people that are leaving town that might hold some of those season tickets. If you want to get last-minute tickets, if you want to know what that seat looks like from within Arrowhead, I've been in many of them. I can't say I've been in all of them. So I do like to get a view of what it's going to look like from that particular seat. You can do it all at Game Time. Game Time is the app that gives you all the zone deals that you're looking for, all the last-minute deals, particularly on a week when – you're not sure what the crowd's going to be like. If you want to get in the action on a really strange and kind of interesting Christmas Day game, uh, I think this is the way to do it because all you have to do is go check that out on Game Time. Super simple. You download the Game Time app, you create an account, then you use our code Locked On NFL, all one word, and that gets you twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Whether you're up in the three hundreds or in the nice seats down on the bottom, wherever you want to be, it all applies by using our code Locked On NFL, and that's over in the Game Time app after you create the account. So make sure that you hit L O C K E D O N N F L. That's twenty bucks off at Game Time. It's last minute tickets. It's lowest prices, and it is guaranteed. Guarantees are always something that I'm looking for, particularly against the silver and black. And this isn't the same silver and black they played a few weeks ago. They found a little bit of a, a little bit of moxie last week against a Chargers team that I don't think was really prepared to fight back. Let's be real. But this is a game that I think the Chiefs should be able to attack with some comfort with the the, the things that we've been talking about about keeping it simple and attacking. I think more vertically. Uh, I, I do like the fact that uh, what you mentioned about Pacheco can probably do with a few 
drives off. I'd personally like to see it be quarters. I'd like to see you come out with Pacheco, get him back into the rhythm of it, and then second quarter come around, flip it all around. Let Clyde come in, run some power at him, take Max Crosby for a ride a little bit because he's the only guy that I'm particularly concerned with in the front seven. You tell me if, if I'm wrong, if I'm underestimating, because that's the last thing that I want to do. It's the last thing the Chiefs need to do. Can they keep it simple against these Raiders that had a pretty good outing last week? Yeah, I don't I don't think you are wrong. I mean, and it's hard to know which Raiders team is going to show up. I mean, they have averaged 31 and a half points the last two weeks in the most unusual way possible yep. by scoring zero one week and 63 the next. So <laughs> I don't know which Raiders team to expect showing up this week. Um, and that I mean, and last week's game probably said a lot more about the Chargers than it did about the Raiders. Uh, all of a sudden just being a juggernaut. Um, but, you know, but the one thing you know from the, the last match in Las Vegas is that you can't come out flat. And that's what the Chiefs did. They came out with out a lot of energy. The Raiders felt off, you know, felt kind of got, you know, got their mojo from a rather unusual pro Raiders crowd in Vegas for once and <laughs> got out to a big start. And it took the Chiefs a little bit of time to wake up. Once they did, they established that they were the better team. What they got to do Monday is just establish that from the opening kickoff, and they've got an advantage. I can't think of the only thing I can think of worse than playing on the road on Thanksgiving Day is playing on the road at noon on a Monday in Kansas City for if you're the Raiders. I mean, that's just they don't want to be there. Um, so take advantage of that, you know, get off the crowd. You know, there's going to, you obviously know it's going to still be a big Chiefs crowd on Sunday or Monday. See, I can't even remember what day of the week it is. Um, and take advantage of that, you know, come up with a lot of energy, put the Raiders down quickly and don't let them, you know, have any thought that they can get into the game and ride your defense. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, Max Crosby's the only, the only guy I'm worried about, you know, defensively for the Raiders and the Chiefs did not handle him great in Las Vegas. Um, need to do a better job this time around, but uh, if you can provide Mahomes with the protection, get rid of the ball quickly, take advantage of the run game, set things up. Yeah, I mean, this is not a difficult Raiders defense to deal with. And the, the reason that I focus on Max is, A, because he's the best player on their defense. Um, he, he, he'd be arguably the best player on a lot of defenses across this league. But it's also because it feels like to me that Donovan Smith is probably not going to return in this ballgame. So it's going to be Wanya Morris's first snaps against him. And I think Wanya has the advantage in the run game. That's what he's best at. That's where his strength is. And I want to see him get a couple of reps. It doesn't matter to me what the play is. I want a couple of reps where he's got the advantage on Max because he's going to see him all day long. And I think if you can get that confidence up, that plays into the rest of the ball game, particularly in the past. That's where he is at the severe disadvantage. And I think that's going to play into the longevity of this game plan. And that particular matchup is the one that I'm going to watch the most. Is there something more important to you? No, that's a that's a pretty important one because, you know, uh, I mean, with with Crosby, I mean, they usually would have him over on the right side a lot of the times. I mean, I would expect that he would want some reps over there on at left tackle, um, on Wanye. So you know, that's absolutely and it's something to watch out for because that's that's just something you got to be prepared for. Um, you prepare one way, it can get, it can get you. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I would be fearful of, um, you know. And and the Raiders, I mean, they're I think they're obviously you know I think they're doing things a little bit differently defensively, you know, with Antonio Pierce. I mean, I think that they're playing with a little bit more moxie. Question is just to me is going to be how much of the honeymoon is left over, you know, for for Antonio Pierce being the. I I said when they made the move, I'm like, there's always going to be a honeymoon period, especially when it's Josh McDaniels because everybody hates Josh McDaniels, and once he was gone, everybody was happy. Everybody was having the time of their lives. 
well, how long does it take before, you know, you realize, oh, wait, we're the Raiders. We still stink. And it's not a lot of fun to go into work every day. And then you can kind of go back to being the six and eight sub 500 team that you are. And they kind of look like that, you know, last week, you know, notwithstanding and the, the Chargers just absolutely disintegrating on a Thursday night. Um, I mean, the Raiders look like that. And if you got a chance to make sure that they can check out on a Sunday, on a Christmas day, do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're going to find more about the mentality inside the, the building from, from Q coming up tomorrow with Chris. But I'm I'm with you on that plan. It it, it feels to me like, I don't know if there's a going to be a bigger high in the next, I don't know, it might be a five-year span before they score 63 again. Let's be real. But, They've done it before. It could be 60. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like they're going to come down this week. I could be wrong, but we'll see. Overall in this ball game, though, I feel good about where the defense is and slowing down the weapons that they do have. It is always Adams, Adams, and Adams, and everything else falls off of that as far as I'm concerned. Joshua Williams was not able to play last week. I think he should be available this week if, if anything goes back to normal. Uh, I don't know that he has to. Jalen Watson, I thought, did fairly well last week. Uh, nothing glaring that I think he has to really clean up. Does does he get the start, and do they change anything they did? On Renfro, I think, is probably a little bit more – apt to hurt them this time than they did last do you think the defense has to focus on any one player other than adams i mean the thing is is that you know the last couple of weeks the chiefs have had a weakness develop with the injury to brian cook and we've seen two different teams attack them in two different ways buffalo went after them by using james cook to really go after that zone and you know get him matched up against mike edwards and really attack that and they were really successful for a first half until the Chiefs made some adjustments and tightened it up and figured out how to fix the leak. Um, they were probably prepared to, to to face that last week, but the Patriots went a different tack. They just said, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna throw Hunter Henry out there at you, and attack you in the exact same spot." So, I mean, you're the Chiefs. You really have to say, "Okay, well, how are the how are the Raiders really going to try and attack you as far as going after your weakness, which right now is is that part of the the zone and part of the defense with Mike Edwards." Um, um, I mean, they got a couple of different ways to go. Obviously, they could use their running backs the same way that the, the, the Bills did. I mean, uh, they could use the tight ends. I mean, Michael Mayer and Austin Hooper haven't been the, was setting the world on fire. Um, but then again, Hunter Henry hadn't been either until you know the Patriots just really fed him. Um, to me, it's just, you know, kind of being prepared for whichever direction that the Raiders are going to go and watching that. Now, if their plan is, hey, let's send Devontae Adams into that zone, then, then it could be a real problem. But, you know, Legere Sneed's going to be on him. So, you know, he had a really good game against him last time. You know, that's going to be, uh, you know, motivating Devontae a little bit. Um, to try and, and bounce back because that was a really you know tough outing he had. So it's a good matchup to watch. That's going to be the one to probably watch on that side of the ball. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's that's the one thing that the Chiefs are just going to then you have to deal with until they get Brian Cook back is, you know, how are teams going to attack them in that one weakness? And um, it's I think it's going to be different for each team. I have to agree. So at the end of the day, traveling to Kansas City on a holiday – Monday afternoon game. I don't know how much hope there is, but where? how do you see this game going down? What is your prediction? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that the Raiders are going to have a whole lot of fight. Um, I, I, until the Chiefs, though, however, offensively go out and just literally put somebody away. 
I mean, I, I kind of see this, you know, maybe being the same kind of matchup we saw last week against the Patriots. Uh, I, I think that the the Raiders can put up a little bit more offense. Um, probably defensively, it should be a fairly, you know, I think similar matchup against the Patriots. We'll see. Um, but I, I, I think the Chiefs win fairly comfortably. I think they'll they'll cover, uh, not maybe comfortably, but uh, I'll go with the Chiefs 29-16. I like it. I like it. You're going to hear my prediction on Friday, folks, and you can read all about everything going up to the ball game, including some hints and et cetera, on Chiefs Digest. All of Matt's work is there. Matt, thanks for the time. We appreciate you today. Always a pleasure, Ryan. Take care, everybody. It is a good time, and it's a good time for you guys. We're going to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you. Uh, I will be back later in the week uh, to set that up, and if not, I just wanted to say it now while I have the opportunity. So thank you for spending your time with us. Make sure that you like and sub and you hit the bell. You also need to check out the Locked On Sports Today feed because it's the brand new 24-7, first time it's been done. All of our Locked On shows go through there. You're going to see plenty of me guesting on other shows on this one. You'll even see some of that, so make sure that you tune into that. It's going to launch you over there here shortly. If not, make sure you sub over there. Have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow talking Raiders, and then Friday we'll give you all the things that you need preview-wise. So have a great one. We appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.